Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at Sativa at gmail.com. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so... As you guys know, um, my podcast can be found on various different platforms. Um, I can be found, um, I can be found on Apple Podcasts. I can be found on Stitcher. I can be found on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public, Podbean, uh, um, and a bunch of other platforms, as you can see. Um, and I'm, I can also be found on high on the iHeartRadio app as well too, but um yeah I'm I'm on I'm on up to ten different platforms. We have a YouTube channel. Um, this video is going to be um is obviously going to be on it. Um, I'm also on WeTube as well too. And um let's let's get to this to let's get to today's story right now. Bear with me one sec. All right. So today we're going to talk about good places to check out in Ontario, good cannabis dispensaries to check out. Um, there's, 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 there are a couple of dispensaries around, but not nearly enough to cover the whole province. And, um, and there's not nearly as much craft cannabis as there needs to be. But I'm going to show you how you can support craft cannabis towards the ending of this episode. So this is from the Grow Up. Five pot shops within walking distance in downtown Ontario. What sets them apart? By Anisha Deerman. The Grow Up found out. If two's company and three's a crowd, what does five make? What when it comes to legal cannabis stores in Toronto's downtown, that could only mean one thing. Being spoiled for choice. From the iPad wheeling bud tenders to the mandatory you shall not pass ID checks, these five stores are located centrally downtown within walking distance or accessible by transit. Disguised as a potential first-time customer, a TGO team member went on a tour and was accompanied by Sandra Castillo, an account executive for Toronto-based PR and marketing company Deck Agency, which has no affiliation with any of the stores. Canna Cabana, 535B Yunge Street, Seven Point Interiors. So... That's the tweet talking about it. The, the store is located near, near Ryerson University, right besides fast food restaurant Popeyes, Munchies, what Munchies, and is hop, skip, jump away from the subway and streetcars traveling east and west. The entrance of the store leads up to a room with a glasses, with glass display tables at the center showcasing cannabis products like flour, oil, sprays, and accessories on sale. For anyone who knows what he or she wants, the setup is straightforward. There is also a recycling bin in the corner where customers can drop off the overkill packaging that will be sent to qualified recycling services provider to be recycled into a variety of affordable, sustainable consumer products and industrial applications. The group notes that in an article published earlier this year, despite the assistance if still sure, but don't feel quite compelled to make a purchase, uh, 
but don't be rude to staff either. The store has a sign clearly stating physical or verbal abuse towards staff will not be tolerated as, as it should, as it should not be. And it's unlikely anyone would even consider messing with the intimidating security guard outside. Sandra take. Sandra's take. Bartenders and security are always friendly. I signed up for text marketing and they barely sent me messages, which I appreciate, appreciate as I don't want to be un, inundated or bombarded. Tokyo smoke. 33, 333 Yoon Street. East. Okay, so that's the tweet. I'm not really going to read it. From Canacabana, this store is a five-minute walk away. The difference between two lies in the aesthetics. While Canacabana may be plain but highly efficient Jane, Toronto's Tokyo Smoke is Jane's fancy, equally smart cousin. The store is divided into four product sections. Ghosts said to ignite energy. Pause said to promote Relaxation, ease, said to promote comfort, rise, said to spark creativity, equalize, said to restore balance. Cannabis buds are located in round globes that act as smell jars. The bud tenders can answer any question whether it's looking up the highest THC strain or frequently overheard which is the cheapest one to buy. There is a tweed recycling box that doesn't matter if you got it from us or another brand. We'll happily recycle it all. The program developed in partnership of the Terra Cycle takes its packaging, cleans it, melts it down into plastic pellets that can be transformed into new products, which can be recycled again and turned into newer products. Now it's the Tweed website. Sandra's take. The store has beautiful displays. It would be better if they had bigger space since it can get busy, but it's... It's the place to find everything and everything. The Honeypot Cannabis Co. 202 Queen Street West. A first impression is often the last impression, but don't let Honeypot's bumpy lodge be the only memory. The store is worthy of a second shot. Located a 15 to 20 minute walk from to Tokyo Smoke. The store is the closest pot location to the Entertainment District, the annual home of the Toronto International Film Festival. Always wanted to go to that. Apart from cannabis, other products on sale include vaporizers, bongs, pipes, grinders, papers, and other storage and cleaning supplies. On this day, the store had a lineup that took less than five minutes to get through. Inside, there was another lineup. This time, there were where people were divided into first-time customers and returning customers. The line for first-time customers was always twice as long as the other one. It took another five to seven minutes to get through. Climbing a flight of sales, stairs, a bud tender gave a basic lowdown on the cannabis strains. The store has three levels, making it convenient to move around as well as a recycling box at the entrance. There are TV screens with the product information, a, co a common feature for all the stores, and a category called edibles. Upon questioning, this refers to soft gels and oils, as they too can be ingested. Whether something is purchased or not, no one walks out empty-handed. Store personnel hand out black and gold sticker of a honeycomb, the store's logo near the exit. Sandra's Take 
As a customer, I want fresh weed, so I always take into consideration when the weed was packaged. On one occasion, after waiting in the queue on a very busy night, I asked the cashier to change my selected joint to another product with a similar cannabinoid profile, but with less time in the package. The lady was incredible. She found another product and made note of my concern regarding the amount of time the product was on the shelves. Nova Cannabis, 499 Queen Street West. Ever been to McDonald's? Then this store may offer deja vu. Nova Cannabis is a ideal pit stop if you care about who grows the cannabis as it display, as is, as the display provides grower details. That's awesome. I, I always like having like a personal touch to the cannabis and, and knowing, you know, knowing the grower. Like, I mean, I, I talk about how awesome my caregiver is and I can't overstate how awesome it is having a, a caregiver that you know and you know that they, you know that she or he puts tender love and care into the product. And, um, you know, and you kind of have like a sort of farmer market, farmer's market feel. There's, there's nothing like it really, you know, um, it's, it's great. Like when you have, if you live, if you live in a prohibition state or whatever in the States and you're still having to get from your gal or guy and they happen to be a good or good gal or guy that grows, that reliably grows good strains. It's, it's amazing to know your grower, you know? It's like, um, it's like friend of the show always says, um, reefer rev, know your grower. So, um, let's, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. This store has flour, pre-rolls, oil, and accessories on sale. There is an order screen in the center of the store, similar to the ones found in a fast food restaurant where users can browse options and order products. A Coupon provided after ordering the product can be paid at the cash counter. Next to the cash counter, other products on display in a deli-like manner. There's even an in-store ATM machine. Every Thursday, the store offers cannabis education sessions where attendees receive a special thank you gift. Wow, that sounds awesome. Sandra's take. The information on the display is wholesome, letting a customer know who is growing the weed and that that they happen to be buying yeah couldn't say it better myself that's pr- pretty wholesome and it's great um I, I follow my caregiver on instagram and i i see when she's growing new strains that she's making into tinctures or edibles or um or can of butter or whatever um it's again there's nothing like knowing your grower amiri 20 cumberland street it is a store without any frills Located at the Bloor Huge subway station, Amiri is sandwiched between a tobacco shop and a restaurant. Named after Amash Amiri, the store has dried flour, pre-rolls, capsules, and accessories on sale. The retail space is long and narrow. The bright white walls are decorated with cannabis leaf murals and an artificial cannabis plant. On the left as you enter, there are four tablet consoles providing information on the available products, reports the grow up in an August feature. Sandra's take. Even though Amiri is located in a prime location, the store evokes clandestine vibes of a pre-legalization retail. Want to stay up to date 
on what's happening in the world of cannabis, subscribe to the Cannabis Post newsletter for weekly insights into the industry when insiders will be taking talking about and content from across the post media network. End of article. So I'm going to add one more thing to this before I, I close out the episode. If you wish to support craft cannabis, I can think of no other people to, to support than Wildfile Collective. Um, Mark Spear and his team are trying to make a cannabis sort of co-op and they're trying to make some good craft cannabis products. Um, I would highly recommend you check out what they're doing. Um, and, um, they're, they're, they're trying to set up, you know, craft cannabis that's, you know, sustainably grown. It's going to, and the proceeds, many of the proceeds are going there that, that that's made from, from this collective are going to be used to help animals are going to be used towards the environment. Um, and they're going, and like I said, it's, it's going to be grown. It's going to be canvas grown with love and care. And it's not going to have a highly corporate feel like legalization in, in Canada and the U S has been having in, in many parts of, of, of North America. You know, hopefully Mexico can avoid this fake legalization we're, we're having in the States. Hopefully, you know, they can have craft cannabis when they go live too. our, our Mexican sisters and brothers. So if you're watching in Mexico, um, tr- you know, try to avoid, you know, big marijuana as much as you can and, and keep it just to the growers and the pioneers. And, you know, don't, you know, don't just make it so it's just millionaires that can do this and it's just big cannabis. Or if you do have big cannabis stores, make sure they're being ethical. Make sure they're not price gouging. Make sure they're growing with love and care and are, 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 are doing this right. But, um, wildfire collective shout out to, to Mark Spear. And if you want to support wildfire, wildfire collective for, um, you want to support their, um, collective of farmers growing exceptional outdoor organic craft cannabis they're doing a crowdfunding effort. And if you have, if you have decent funds or you have the funds or the desire to support craft cannabis and invest in them, you're able to do so. Um, I'm going to put, I'm going to put a little bit more about them at the ending of this, at the ending of this episode in the, um, podcast edition of this. But again, I, I hope you guys get a lot out of this. And again, um, I can be found on, um, a variety of platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, Pocket Cast, um, uh, Podbean, Radio Public, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, um, and other platforms like it. And, um, as always, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. My name is Mark Spear and I'm the founder and the CEO of the Wildfire Collective. The Wildfire Collective is a group of small, sustainable farms that will produce exceptional cannabis organically outdoors. We are the only Canadian company with strictly an outdoor focus. It is extremely expensive to build and maintain large-scale indoor and greenhouse facilities. We produce cannabis organically, outdoors, 
and use 99% less electricity than an indoor operation. There are currently three farms in the collective. Two are in southern Ontario, and one is in the heart of the Ottawa Valley. We are able to produce high terpene, high quality cannabis products at a fraction of the cost of our competitors. Outdoor cultivation is not an afterthought for the Wildfire Collective. This is our core business. Our premium grade extracts will use whole flour for an exceptional end product. Small batch production means higher quality and satisfied customers. We are raising $2.5 million in this equity crowdfunding raise. The minimum amount we are raising is $500,000. If we raise the full $2.5 million, we will be able to fund our operations to profitability. High terpene vaporized extracts are in high demand and we plan to be at the forefront of that expanding market. This is your opportunity to join the collective. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get, you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.